The truth lives. Political bomb show, starring Rayshawn Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. Rayshawn Blyden here. The Trump, who just did the speech in Texas, Waco, is different from Trump, who went came down the escalator in 2015. Let's read this story. This intrigues me. Uh, let's see what we have here. Leave a like, share, and subscribe. So, the Trump of Waco, Texas, is very different from the Trump who came down the escalator in 2015. At a rally in Waco, Texas, former President Donald Trump spoke to thousands of fans about what he believes are the biggest issues of the day. If you were to pay attention to the news cycles, and the American people's biggest concerns, you might think Trump spent hours talking about persistent inflation and minor financial crisis, border security, the fentanyl epidemic, China, Russia, energy independence, etc. None of that really seemed to be on Trump's agenda Saturday night. However, instead, what we got was an errand of grievance, grievance, grievances from the former president. It was a rally focused on his personal enemies, you know, the Department of Justice, Ron DeSantis, Joe Biden, Mitch McConnell, Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, and others. It was a rally that elevated what has long been central to Trump's Post-2020 rhetoric, he is the victim and the American people should rally to his plight. To be fair, this is a segment of the Republican base that will sympathize, sympathize with Trump and those who may have been fans but were on the fence about him as a GOP nominee in 2024 have decided that the first what are you doing there doggy lie down lie down buddy um what was i saying here you made me lose my place buddy uh to be fair there's a segment of the republican base that will sympathize with trump and those who may have been fans but were on the fence about him as a GOP nominee in 2024 have decided that the persecution must stop and that he must be the nominee to put an end to the weaponization of the justice system against him. I'm not sure that it's going to move the needle in Trump's direction as much as others are, but it will probably be a factor. But the winning strategy for Trump in 2016 was not making it all about himself. It was about the American people. Many people voted for Trump because Hillary Clinton represented a more, let's say, misery that they have received under Barack Obama. Trump efficiently made this case that he was not like them because he wasn't pretending to be something he wasn't. He was a rich American who 
knew the system was stacked against him, the American people because the wait, the system was stacked against the American people because he used that system to get ahead or to stay ahead. He was able to secure the Republican base because he talked about the issues of the moment for him. Immigration, corruption in the system and other subjects all resonated well with the GOP base. But that wasn't the message that was presented to his supporters last night. And while his supporters may be eating that message up, the message is heard by those around the country who are hearing about it after the fact is not one that may resonate with them. You have a tweet here from Richard Honania, whoever that is. He says, DeSantis is enacting universal school choice, banning CRT, attacking e ESG, literally taking over a university and letting Chris Ruffle run it. If this campaign loses to Trump, Knives conservatives will have some soul searching to do. So he's basically saying that DeSantis should win because of his record or what he's trying to do for the country, is what it sounds like he's saying there. Sure, Trump is dealing with a lot of professional or personal stuff right now, like a potential indictment in New York that suddenly may or may not be happening. And his biggest threat from the right is a governor who is arguably the most successful politician in the country right now. Combine that with a, with a willingness for more conservatives in government and in the punditry world to call Trump out for his childish insults of a fellow Republican and his inability to focus on the real issues facing the country. He did that before in 2016, didn't he? I thought he did. Could I be wrong? Hmm. A little sarcasm there. And you've got a man who feels threatened. When Trump came down the escalator elevator in 2015, he represented something completely different and against all odds, enough people found it appealing enough or not as horrific as the prospect of Hillary Clinton as president, that they supported it, but Trump was careful to make 2016 about the American people. In 2020, Trump was attacking every single opponent, real and, well, again, I'm not going to talk about 2020, because obviously you think that Biden won legitimately, so I'm not going to even, I'm going to skip right past 2020. In 2024, I get the feeling more people would do the same if Trump continues on his personal vendetta tour. Again, that didn't hurt him in 2020. What hurt him was the shenanigans. I'm going to leave it as that. The shenanigans is what hurt him. Joe bite me Biden. If you're telling me that this guy won legitimately in 2020, then you need to stick your head in the sand.
Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, let's go. Oh, baby, come on, oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, let's go.